Hi there, and welcome to the Homeschool Sisters podcast. I'm Kate. And I'm Kara, and we're two homeschooling moms doing this homeschooling thing right beside you. We don't have it all figured out, but one thing we know for sure is that homeschooling is a lot easier when you have a sister by your side. Hey, Kate. Hey, Kara. How are you? How are you? I'm good. We haven't done this for a while. I know. I'm excited (laughs) that we're back. I'm excited too. I was at three homeschool conventions in between the last one that we recorded and this one. And I have met so many nice people that have said nice things and it just made me want to get back and do this again. So it's been fun. That's wonderful. What have you guys been up to? Oh gosh, we finally had spring weather appear here. And before that, I impulsively got a pool membership for a month. (laughs) That's awesome though. Out of just complete desperation. (laughs) I work to deal with a friend. (laughs) But what is it about swimming that like makes kids, they're happy when they're doing it and then they're tired when they're done? Yes. And I just love watching them. They're just so happy in there and I love reading and watching them and just, I just feel like we're in the zone and it's such a good carrot if you're in a homeschool funk to be able to be like, if you finish that, right. I'll take you swimming. Yeah. And that reminds me, we're going to do another poolside professional development episode in a couple weeks where we talk about all the things that we're going to read this summer. Oh my gosh. There's a lot. <laughs> Kids are at the pool. How big is your stack? My stack? Like... I had a basket (laughs) and now I have a stack by my basket. I'm looking at it right now and it's going to be dangerous. Like my husband was like, can we stop with the books? Cause I have a stack (laughs) in the family room now and one in the kitchen and my bed bedside table is out of control. It's just, and my car, I've got a whole bunch in the car. (laughs) You have a bunch in the car. Are you doing a bunch now? I have a problem. I don't know. Something where are you reading extra in the car? Like you don't have sports or anything right now. Do you? We just started soccer. Oh, okay. All right. That makes sense. Okay. Yep. I was going to say, are you just, <laughs> are you hiding? Are you hiding in your car? <laughs> I was. And up until, re- up until recently, it's been like sleeting here in New England. So, you know, they still play, but you're stuck in your car Yeah, and it's just gross. So yeah, I got some reading in, but there's too many books in the car. It's kind of, it is kind of comical. Well, I, I, so. I know, but it's hard. There's a lot of good books out there. So mm-hmm. we'll talk about them. We'll share everything we want to read this summer in a couple of weeks. First, we thought we would do a couple episodes where we actually interview each other to, so to help people get to know us a little bit. I think it's because we're Kate and Kara. Like sometimes people will be like, are you the one? Are you the Plus one? Plus you don't see our faces <laughs> when we're talking. Right. Which thankfully is good because half the time <laughs> we've got bedhead. <laughs> Yes. What is what is our podcast uniform? So it's uh like yoga pants, glasses, messy yep. hair. Messy hair, tea uh, or coffee. Yeah. Some sort of cardigan or hooded sweatshirt situation. Often and wearing the hood if it's a certain time of year. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good. This this is probably not gonna become like a video podcast anytime soon, but that's okay. Please no. <laughs> So in this one, I'm going to interview you. Okay. I'm in the hot seat. You're in the hot seat. Yay. (laughs) But first, I just want to tell everyone, if you're like me and you feel like your house is falling apart, I started a cleaning group for us on Facebook. (laughs) So we'll put it in the show notes. right there with you. (laughs) There's something about spring too, where it just gets dirtier and it's kind of welcome in that your kids are outside more, but 
yeah. takes an adjustment, like the gritty. There was a day last week where my bathroom sink downstairs was streaked with mud. Yeah. <laughs> what happened here? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, just mud and, um, ugh, I don't know. Winter I, accumulation. I think so. And just, yeah, just a lot of so much stuff, so much stuff. I'm going to send you like a giant box of books because I'm going to be purging. Send right back to you. Okay. We can just trade because I, I just feel like I'm, I'm drowning in things that, you know, like we read this book and then we put it in a pile and I haven't done anything with it or, you know, and, and we'll do all the things like with the sprinkling thing where, you know, you go through baby steps, but I mean, there's just a lot of stuff that I'm like, I can't wait. I love to purge. So I think it's going to be do good. Too. Woo. All right. So are you ready to get started? Yes. Okay. All right. Here's the first question. This is 20-ish questions we're going to do, right? 20-ish? Did we decide? Oh, I don't know how many I did. Okay. Well, technically, I have, I have 20 and then a bonus question. All right. So I know you're a Kenny Chesney fan. <laughs> Just a little. <laughs> but this has always made me wonder because... You, so, so Kenny Chesney's like country music, right? Yes. Kind of? Okay. Yep. So how yep. did like a girl from Massachusetts... <laughs> How and when did you become a Kenny Chesney fan? I'm curious about that. <laughs> That's really funny. Um, I don't know. I always liked music, and I used to listen to oldies. Like, I was big into Simon and Garfunkel for a long time. That was, like, fifth grade, sixth grade, seventh grade. And somewhere in there, too, I discovered country. I didn't have any friends. I got made fun of for years. And it's funny now because all those friends from back then now go to country concert because it's become <laughs> a thing. It's reached New England where people do listen to it. But I, I don't know. I was like the butt of jokes for the longest time, but I just like, I like lyrics and, um, I like the fiddle and I like a good beat. And I mean, I'm not listening to the ones like about cars, <laughs> love of car, like not any of that, but I don't know. Kenny, <laughs> Kenny, I was young, like eighth grade, ninth grade when Kenny started. And I just, I liked him. I like his, I like his spirit. Like his whole thing is don't worry, be happy, like be nice to everybody and just have a good time while you're here. And I just okay. like that spirit. And he's a very good entertainer. So I always tell people who make fun of it, like even my husband <laughs> being married for however many years now, he comes now to concerts with me and he admits that they're very fun. Oh, okay. And it took a long time. Okay, He's this a makes very, sense very now. good entertainer. Okay. All right. It makes more sense now. Because I just, you know, I I couldn't quite I was like, how how did that just happen? I don't know. Okay. All right. I don't know. I just I don't know. <laughs> uh I didn't follow the the group when it came to music, that's for sure. Yeah. But that's that can be really good sometimes. Um, okay. What was your favorite subject when you were in school, like before college? Ooh, um, in high school, well, my favorite subject, I took intro to psych and I liked that, but my favorite class, I had this, I, I love books and I never, I'm kind of a rebel reader. If anything was assigned in English class, I never really read it because I didn't like being told what to read except for this one class. So even like advanced placement English, I didn't read any of those books. <laughs> 
into the laughter. I was out of high school and then I'd read it and be like, Oh, that wasn't so bad. Um, I took this class called dominant ideas of modern man. And the book list was awesome. And the teacher was incredible. It was the second time I had him. He's still my favorite teacher. And I loved it. This, this was in high school. It was in high school. It was like, if you were in the English, like the advanced English track and you were taking something, maybe I doubled up in English. I I can't remember, but it was, if it was the kids who took AP English were also in this class. Okay. I don't remember if it was the year before, after same year or what, but really, really good books. Okay. I'm just thinking like in, in my, in my high school, it was like in ninth grade, you took English, and then in tenth grade, you took English, and then in eleventh grade, you took English. <laughs> and I don't know. That and is even fear. if you are in like the the gifted part of this, you know, like program or the AP part of the program, it was still just English. So that's that's interesting. I don't know. He also did a lot of it was like spirituality. Like you had to go to different um, churches for one unit and study a faith that was not your own, huh. and like totally immerse yourself into it and learn about it. It was neat. It was just, it was an interesting class. It was unlike any other class. And I was like, okay, for Mr. Becker, I'll read the books. And they were all wonderful books. That's awesome. Okay. All right. These skip around a little. So now I'm going to ask you about homeschooling until mind you too, until my brain went back to something else and then we'll skip back to homeschooling. (laughs) So how long have you been homeschooling? This will be, I started when my oldest was in first grade and he's entering fifth. Okay. And why did you start? Because he, kindergarten was just a terrible time for him. He was very, very, very immature, but very, very, very bright. Yeah. <laughs> and he drove everyone crazy and they couldn't accommodate him. And it was only half day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so what is your favorite part of homeschooling? Okay. My favorite part about homeschooling is the flexibility and that you can spend a lot of time outside and you can read whatever you want and you can play games and count it as learning and dive down rabbit holes. So I just like how no two days are the same just keeps it interesting and fun. Yeah. What about your biggest homeschooling challenge? Um, kids who are yelling <laughs> <laughs> and having patience with that. <laughs> That is hard. You, yes. The listeners might hear a little bit of yelling in the background because we're having a little <laughs> bit of a day. <laughs> All yeah, right. It's just being patient and trying to, when kids are frustrated, I have a couple kids that are zero to 60 and just to take a deep breath and get them kind of back down to a level where you can communicate. Yeah, for sure. In an yeah. inside voice. <laughs> All right. So what is your very favorite book? Okay. So whenever people ask me this, I always choose the book that I read when I was little because I can't pick favorite books. But the very first favorite book that I had was called Behind the Attic Wall by Sylvia Cassidy. And I was allowed to read books in the, I went to a Catholic elementary school and it was K through eight and the librarian um, knew that I was a reader and I could access the older kids library, not just the picture books from an earlier age. And that was my first like full on chapter book. And I read it every year for years and years and I have it here somewhere. And I just loved it. It's a little dark. I've never (laughs) heard of it. Yeah. It's got a small cult following because when I mention it on my blog, there's all these people that are like, I remember that book. I loved that book. But there's 
some like paranormal stuff. The girl's an orphan. She's kind of odd. I'm going to look it up because when I was in grade school, I read through like most of the grade school library because it was such a small school that right. I was running out of books. And we lived way out in the country, so we didn't have like access to a public library. So I might have read it if my grade school had. <laughs> Don't think less of me. It's like really... <laughs> Reading it as an adult, I'm like, was I a weird kid? <laughs> no, no. It's dark and twisty, but I don't know. I loved it. I loved yeah. it. No, I went through this whole phase of like reading books where like the characters' parents were divorced, and I was like, I don't know why. I <laughs> yeah. My parents were like, Are you trying to tell us something? I don't know. Um, okay, <laughs> I think I know this. What's your favorite food? Sushi. Yeah, that's what I would have guessed. <laughs> That's what I would have guessed. Has it always been sushi? I think since I discovered sushi, it has been. Okay. Was that like college or when did you, or high school or when did you? High school or college, I think. Okay. I can't remember my first. Okay. Definitely college. So do you, okay. So do you like, like, all right. I, I don't know a lot about sushi cause I'm a vegetarian, but I mean, there's like sushi rolls and there's like fish that's on. So mm-hmm. like, do you get like a lot of different things when you get sushi? Rolls are my favorite, but I will try other things. I won't do like raw eggs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Any of the egg things creep me out, even though I like eggs. Okay. So like fish I'm eggs. I'm not like yeah, totally. Like, yeah. Yeah. No okay. fish eggs. No. Like there's like a, I wish Matt was here. Our restaurant has something that's just a big egg. <laughs> <gasps> oh, okay. <laughs> fish eggs are okay. Okay. Fish eggs are okay. All right. Okay, because yeah, but I'm not. I'm not totally crazy. I was wondering if you're. I love fish. The fish eggs are gonna like hatch in your stomach or something. You know, no, you're good. No, no, I'm okay with eggs in general. Just not. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, just not any sort of raw egg. So speaking of Matt, how did you guys meet? We met at a wedding of friends who met at a wedding. So we met at um, a, a church. In my hometown, actually, a small church that's kind of off the beaten path, and I always really liked it. And so we ended up getting married there, even though that wasn't my technically my parish at the time. Oh, that's so we cool. got married in the spot we met. That's very cool. Yeah, <gasps> you know what? Because they, they there's like that thing that goes on Facebook where it's like if you had to get married, where you met your spouse, and they'd be like, you know, our people yeah. are like in a bar, and you can be like in the church. We actually yeah. did. <laughs> Oh, wow. Okay, so yeah. were, were you both in the wedding, or were you just... Yeah, we were both in the wedding. Okay. Did you get Did you get paired up as, like, a groom? We did not, actually. Oh, okay. No. No. All right. Okay. And I didn't have a date or anything. I went solo, and, and your it was a small they... wedding, and nobody told me that there would be a single guy there. Not that... And I actually wasn't looking. It was going to be, like, my single summer. Yeah. <laughs> I was in grad school. I had a lot going on. I was like, I don't need a man. Well, that's what I was wondering. They, so they weren't trying to like connect you guys. It nope. wasn't like, Hey, not at all. And Kate. in fact, like they told yeah. I was just getting over shingles and it was like in my, um, my bra region, <laughs> let's just say. And so it, the stories they told each other, like each other about us yeah. saying this wrong. They, t- they were talking about my shingles and how gross it was because <laughs> it was gross. And I was like, thanks a lot for that. And I had to take like, uh, basically you take herpes medicine when you're trying to get 
So everyone was making fun of me for that. And when I asked about him, his good friend, told, the first story he told me was this really, because I have food things anyway, like, that Matt had, they were in the Grand Canyon backpacking and it was some crazy temperature and Matt had eaten a burrito and he saved half of it because he was in med school at the time and he was saving money and he kept the burrito, which had meat in it and cheese in the back of the trunk of this car for like over 24 hours and then ate it the next day. And I was like, that's so gross. And that's the first story you tell about your friend. Oh my goodness. Okay. You two, you know, know, it's like some couples it's like, Oh, it was meant to be from the beginning. Like it was like every force was trying to keep you separate. Actually, you were just, you just happened to be at a wedding together. And actually the the first thing I noticed about him was that he was wearing super, super shiny shoes. (laughs) But afterwards it was because he thought the tux rental fee was so expensive that he actually used the shoes for the rehearsal dinner (laughs) to get more bang for his buck. Okay, so you knew everything about you needed to know about being married to him at that point. Like, this is going to be a frugal man. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yep, yep. Oh my goodness. Okay, so you were talking about how you went to grad school. You became yes. a school school psychologist. Uh, school psychologist sorry. Um, how do you feel like your life before homeschooling prepared you for homeschooling? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I would say, I think working in special education, um, I loved what I did, but I feel like there's a lot of negative when you work with, um, within special education that people are always focused on the issue. And I always liked to, to balance and to see it as a strengths and weaknesses. So what the kid was really good at and what the kid struggled at. And I feel like that's exactly what we do in homeschooling without a lot of the other red tape. Ooh, you're kind of free to, that's a good answer. Yeah. Just a strength. And I, I do that with my kids all the time that you might be really, really good at math, but you stink at, you know, sitting still in your seat and not spilling (laughs) your beverage. Yes. (laughs) Like, Like don't get, Stay a little humble here. We yeah. all have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. I like that. Um, okay. So your husband has the kids and he, I don't know, he's taking them somewhere. Uh, fun. I don't know. Um, you don't have to worry about that part, but you have the house to yourself. What do you do? Oh, is it summer or is it winter? Um, it, since we're coming up on summer, it's summer. Okay. Then I would be outside and I would be reading. <laughs> Okay. Or or hiking by myself. And getting, would you get sushi? Oh, probably. Yeah. I wouldn't tell him about it though. (laughs) I'd have, I'd have to hide the stuff in the recycling bin down at the bottom. (laughs) Not that I've done that before. (laughs) I like that you recycle it, but you have to hide it. Like, it's not like you would just like put it in the garbage just this one time. You're like, no, no, no. I have to hide this, but I still have to be conscious of the environment. That shows to be green. <laughs> yeah, that shows a really good commitment to environmentalism. Okay. So if you could travel anywhere in the world, where would you go? Oh, I would go to Hawaii. That was my favorite place that I've ever been. Or I I wouldn't mind going to St. John and watching Kenny in his like favorite place. Where is St. John? What is that? Uh Virgin Islands. Oh, okay. All right. 
Yeah, that's okay. where he's. He basically leaves Gillette Stadium the night that we're there and goes to St. John for the rest of. It's the last show, and wow. then that's where he is. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, he's living like the. He's living his best life. He's got it figured. He out. is definitely living his best life. Okay, and that's kind of what the music is about. Like, do your thing, and then go hang out in the Virgin Islands. There, there is a part of me that could very easily live on an island and work in a coffee shop and like read in a hammock. Yeah. <laughs> like I could definitely get down with that. Yeah. That's but alas. Lovely. <laughs> Life yeah. calls. Yeah. You have some kids and stuff for now. Um, well, maybe you can do that when you're 80. Like <laughs> Retire. You can be that, that cute little 80 year old lady on the beach reading in her hammock. That like needs help getting back out of the hammock. No, you'll just you'll, you'll just swim. You'll just keep swimming. You'll be like super spry. It'll be all good. All right. Oh, okay. That's the next question. What do you think you'll do um, when your kids are grown, like work wise or life wise? Do you think do you have like a job in mind, or are you going to go back to what you were doing before? I, you know, that's I ask myself that all the time, and I used to say I would go back. Now, after homeschooling so long, I don't know if I can because I think too far outside of that public school box. Yeah. Um, but I think I would stay in education or writing, but it's hard to say because, you know, five years ago, I wouldn't think that I wouldn't have even known what a podcast was. And here we are podcasting. So yeah, I don't know. There could be something out there that we're not even thinking about yet. Yeah. Well, and and we have time and I mean, there's no rush and I think in homeschooling our kids, we're still like, there's a lot of skills that we have to keep up on just as homeschool moms, you know, um, Definitely. that will be applicable down the line. And a lot of times I think to myself, like if an, if an employer, you know, if they're like, you know, can you work with other people and can you, it's like, oh my gosh, like <laughs> that's all I do. <laughs> I kept my kids from murdering each other for like 18 years and we were together every single minute. Yeah. I think I'm good. You know? <laughs> um, Okay. Who do you look up to? Most of the people I look up to are actually not anybody famous, but just friends that I have that are overcoming or have overcome like really tough stuff and are still awesome. Um, but if I needed to pick, and none of them would want me to say their name on here. <laughs> <laughs> that's so okay. I won't. No, that's okay. <laughs> They would yeah. be horrified. Yeah. But you know who I'm talking about if they're listening. But if I was going to pick someone famous, just because I'm like reading all of her books now and obsessed with her podcast, I would probably go with Oprah just because I think she's using her platform in a really, and has for a long time, just in unique ways to create conversations that are difficult and important. Yeah. And which, she's generous. I think you had a picture on Instagram, but which Oprah book are you reading right now? Oh, I finished that one. That was what I know for sure. That's okay. That's an old one. And I think it was her Oprah magazine. She used to have it. I never read Oprah magazine, but it was an article that she used to write there. And she did kind of a hodgepodge of this okay. article over time divided by topics, but it was good. And I'm reading the, um, the wisdom of Sundays now, and that's good. Okay. And I'm actually part of the reason why I have so many book piles is because every time she has somebody on, they have written a book. It's really interesting. And it's stuff I haven't read before. So then I buy it used or find it at the library and those piles 
I feel like I'm taking like a super soul course. Yeah. <laughs> right now. Yeah. That's, that's a rabbit good, hole though. That's that. Yeah, that's good. And, um, yeah, I've, I've wanted to read that book. I asked for it for Christmas and I didn't get it. And I was like, I'm going to read that book. And it's just been sitting in my Amazon cart for forever. So the wisdom of Sundays or the one, yeah. I know, cause I'll yeah. send you the one that I just read. Oh, thank you. Okay. Yeah. It awesome. was good. And it's like a morning read or an afternoon read. You can just... I love it when we figure out on the podcast, we need to send each other books. That happens a lot. I do too. <laughs> the best. All right. So um, I was going to ask you your favorite book as a child, but you told me. Oh. So <laughs> what has been your favorite read aloud with your kids? Oh, that's a good one. Um, oh, that's really, really hard. Probably... One of the Roald Dahl books. I think every Roald Dahl read aloud has been completely magical because it's it's something that, not to gender, not to stereotype, but my daughter loves every bit as much as the boys do. There's such a good balance. Yeah. That was great. I also loved Trumpet of the Swan. And I loved, um, we're doing Harry Potter right now, finally. I've told you about how we've botched Harry Potter a whole bunch of different times, but it's working now. <laughs> Knock on wood. We're almost done with book one. We're doing it on audio. Um, we call it Harry Hour, and we have tea or we play and listen together. And because they're doing something, nobody is giving away the parts. Yeah. Plus, we have like a surprise visit to. Florida coming up. I so know. Good prep. I I'm know. so excited for you. I am too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just started doing that same thing that you're doing with audio where we're doing the green ember series over. We're just starting on audio from the beginning because everybody's at different points and reading different books. And so we just decided we're going to just audio book it. That's a good one too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Do you have a favorite quote? Um, I have lots of favorite quotes. I think I like the one. I don't know who actually said it, but the be kind to others because everyone's fighting a battle. There's all sorts yeah. of variations on that one. And I'm really into Maya Angelou right now. And I love her. Try to be a rainbow in someone else's cloud or any of her rainbow in the cloud. Like anytime something cruddy is happening in your life, look for the rainbow. Yeah. I love that quote and that whole idea because I love rainbows anyway. Yeah. She's fantastic. I love she, her. She really is. Um, okay. What is one thing that you wish you were like crazy good at? <laughs> <laughs> um, singing. I would like, I always say in another life, I'd love to come back and be on Broadway and like sing and dance. And I'm terrible at both, but I would love it. I think that would be so fun to be like a part of a team and travel and have a new show every night. But I could not do any of those things. <laughs> like that's totally a pipe dream. It just would never ever happen. <laughs> it would be so fun though. It would be such an adventure. It would be so fun, yeah. I think. Yeah. Or if we're talking about something practical, like just having a sense of direction would be lovely, but I've made it <laughs> almost forty and I'm still <laughs> I'm still here. It just takes me a little longer. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, yeah. I'm with you. Okay. It's really bad. Um, oh my gosh, we're winding down. Okay. Uh We have we have one left and then my crazy bonus question. Um all right, the ultimate dinner party. Where do you go? What kind of food do you eat? Who do you invite? Like what country is it in? I mean, you can just have oh my like gosh. you know, 
No limits. <laughs> Was this on the list you sent me? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. No, that's okay. Um, oh my gosh. This is so hard. What if I just invite musicians? So if I was to invite, okay, it's going to, it's going to be on a beach. Okay. And someplace tropical like St. John. We'll choose St. John. Cause we brought it up earlier and I'm going to have Kenny Chesney, Zach Brown band, Chris Stapleton and Lori McKenna, who nobody really knows. She's a songwriter and she lives in mass, but she's written like some big hits and her lyrics are phenomenal. And then my family, and I don't know, some friends, some music-loving friends. All right. I don't know. Maybe I'll get a free concert out of it. Yeah. <laughs> and would you have sushi? Or, like, you're right I'd there? I'd probably have sushi or fish. On the like beach. I was going to say, like, would you, like, some kind of other fish preparation? Because it's, like, the Yeah, ocean. like, fresh, I don't know. fresh veggie, whatever's local, fresh yeah. veggies and fish would be, yeah. doesn't like, even matter. <laughs> I'm already planning your party. I'm like fruity pineapple drinks, you know, banana daiquiris. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Perfect. That sounds so fun. There you go. All right. Tell Matt to get on that. That's your 40th birthday plan. <laughs> I know. I told him because I'm turning 40 this summer and we're seeing Kenny. We always see Kenny and we just, a friend just invited us to Zach. And I was like, if I could just see Chris, it would be like the trifecta. There you go. There you go. It would be wonderful. It would be a great summer, but I think Chris is here when Kenny's here. So it would be like, I'd have to clone myself. Oh, well, you've put it out to the universe. Maybe something will change. You just never know. You never know. All right. (laughs) The very last question. And this is why it's the bonus question because it's, it's ridiculous. All right. It's the zombie apocalypse. (laughs) (laughs) You're, you know, it's like... Everything is done. You're living on canned beans, you know. Okay, what tool are you using to fight off the zombies? Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know a lot of tools. What tool am I using to fight off the zombies? Yeah, are you more of like Um, a close-range, like, baseball bat type of person or more of like a faraway crossbow type of person? (laughs) I don't know if I'd be good with you. I think, I mean, could I spray them with something? Sure. Yeah. Like cloth spray? Like, like hairspray. <laughs> you know, I was like, I, I, when I worked in the city and I used to live in not a great part of Boston, I had a card to carry mace because there had been a lot of attacks in the area I was living in. And, um, so when we moved out to the country, I had this weird, my husband works a lot and I had this weird, like, well, what if I'm home alone and somebody comes in and I have kids now? And so I was going to get mace again, which I don't even think you need a permit for because we live free or die. But, um, I was reading that people said it's better to like actually have like wasp spray because you shoot it so oh, far. Okay. Yeah. That makes Which sense. I never looked into it, but could I shoot something like, you know, the like really Although that's not going to help a zombie. I don't know a lot about zombies. We like, started watching whatever yeah. the zombie show was, and I just couldn't do it. It was the big one that everybody <laughs> loved. Dead. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so you want, like... I'm switching to work. What's that zombie show that everybody likes? <laughs> I just... So you want, like, zombie repellent. You want, yes, like, uh... Yeah. I want zombie repellent. Okay. Like, that's... 
really strong and is from a far distance. So my okay. aim doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you have to think about that. Like I, you know, up close, the baseball bat, you're probably going to have better luck, but then the zombie can get you. Right. Know. And they, when we watched rock walking dead, they were all together. Yeah. <laughs> so if you get one, you're in trouble. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. I was just, I've always been curious. But my aim is terrible. <laughs> Ever since I met you. <laughs> I wonder what Kate would do in a zombie apocalypse. I don't have a question that is creative yeah. as that. <laughs> no, it's weird. It's a random question. Um, it's super random. I was just thinking, my, you know, my answer is so lame. <laughs> no, I think it's good. I think it's very smart. Because Is there something anti-zombie? Like, what do they not? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, because it's not like. want to eat your brain. Yeah, it's not like you can use garlic or, you know. No, or like the holy water or a cross or something. Yeah. No. You're kind of stuck. I yeah. kind of think wasp spray is not going to do it, but. <laughs> well. That's what I could come up with on the fly. I also kind of think that a zombie apocalypse isn't actually going to happen. So you're probably safe in choosing something that might not be ultimately super effective, but. I don't know. I feel like, you know, asking people that question, it just says, it just tells you something about them. Like, it tells me, that you, <laughs> like, you don't really want to hurt the zombies. You just don't want to get eaten. So. I just don't want to be near them. It shows that you have a very caring, back. caring spirit. You're still seeing them as like these souls, you know, and like you're, yeah, I, I think it actually says a lot about you. Like you're a good person. You don't want to hurt the zombies. You just don't want them to eat your brains. <laughs> Leave my brain alone. So there we go. All right. So we're done. That's it. Yay. We got to know Kate. <laughs> Yay. We went out with a bang. <laughs> yes. And we thought it might be good to, to ask people if they want to send more questions about getting to know which one of us. Yeah. Which. That's fine. I was thinking because you them. and I know each other. So there's probably things that people want to know that we just like, I'm not going to ask you if you're an introvert or an extrovert because I know. <laughs> right. Right. Things like things like that. that yeah. I just kind of, For sure. Yeah. Yeah, so head on over to thehomeschoolsisters.com and you can click on ask us a question and ask us something or the show notes will be there too for this episode. And we'll be back, back next week and Sounds we'll have good. another episode. And then in a few weeks, we'll talk about poolside professional development. Yeah, we have some good ones planned. Yeah. All right. Well, have a good rest of your day. You too. All right. I will be um, thinking up coconutty fruity pineapple drinks recipes to send you for your birthday <laughs> it just has to be warm when i drink them <laughs> <laughs> well it's a good thing your birthday is in august <laughs> wait august right yeah yeah yep. okay i had a moment all right <laughs> i'll talk to you soon all right all right bye bye <laughs> <laughs>